Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my recent trip to see Slater perform on her club Valentine's Tour in Manchester. I'm going to talk about her set list, her outfit, just the general performance as a whole. Um, I also got to see some drag alumni in the audience, which was quite nice. Um, I had a quick little hello with them. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about Slater and let's talk about Club Valentine's on Valentine's night, which was just so iconic. I had a Valentine's date with Slater. Okay, so getting into it, I booked tickets to go to Slater's Club Valentine's tour um, which is her tour, which has been in and around North America um, back in the latter part of last year. And she's bringing it to Europe um, in early 2024. We were her second night, I think, in the UK. I think she'd performed in Glasgow previously. And then she performed in Manchester, which is a show I attended on Valentine's Day night. I didn't realise at the time of booking it that it was Valentine's night and her tour was just ironically called Club Valentine. So that was very like serendipitous, if you will. Um, That was quite a nice little touch. And having Slater as my Valentine um, was pretty iconic, I have to say. I'm, I'm definitely proud of myself for that one. Um, The tour itself was... Um, quite reasonably priced. I paid a total of I think like thirty five pounds after all of like the ticket fees and everything, and we got a support act who was from New York called Miss Madeline, um, and then we got Slater's performance. I'd say Slater did maybe like twenty songs, fifteen to twenty songs total. Um, she was on stage from nine o'clock until ten thirty. And then Madeline, Miss Madeline, who was the performance, like, support act, I guess. Um, She was on for around half an hour from around 8 until 8.30. Um, When I got to the venue, um, it was at the O2 Ritz in Manchester, which is kind of near one of the main theatres in Manchester. Um, It's near Oxford Road train station and it's opposite gorilla which is actually ironically where slater performed in manchester last year i also went to that show and she has definitely upgraded on the venue size i think gorillas maybe around 500 people maybe 700 people um the o2 ritz which is where we was i would say maybe is like two and a half thousand so it's nice to see that she is um, in bigger venues and ultimately having more of an impact with her music. I think that's incredible. So massive congratulations to Slater for that. Um, the tour itself, I didn't know what the set list was going to be. I know that there is websites online like setlist.fm where you can go on and see um, basically tour set lists from previous shows. Um, I wish I would have known that so I would have kind of prepared some more of the lyrics but I'll get to that in just a second um I attended the venue and instantly I was shocked at how hot it was 
um, there was a quite a huge queue outside and it was freezing cold outside and then absolutely roasting inside. There was no air conditioning, no windows, no doors where you could open or anything. It was literally just a sweat box. And in the, the Ritz, there's actually two floors. There's a mezzanine floor where you can stand and almost like a viewing platform of the stage and you can see kind of everyone else standing around and it, it was genuinely about 50 degrees inside and I'm not even being dramatic it was so warm um and I actually turned to one of the staff members and I said I was like oh is there not air conditioning they said oh no the venue doesn't have aircon which is a question for 2024 how can you have a music venue that doesn't have air conditioning I understand that we live in the UK, so predominantly we have quite a cold climate, but especially in, in a concert setting or a club setting, there's going to be a lot of people in there, a lot of hot, sweaty bodies dancing, sweaty breath, body heat. Oh, it was just, it was intense. It was boiling hot and it absolutely stank of just BO. Um, not ideal, but... Um, we persevered. I got there probably around 20 minutes after the doors opened and there was still quite a large queue outside. Um, when I was walking in, I actually bumped into Gothy Kendall and Spinchy Drop on their way into the show. Um, Spinchy looked amazing. She was in drag and she was wearing this kind of black little skirt, a white top, and then she had like a white um, I think it was white or maybe it was black. I think it was black, actually, like a black little Baker boy hat on um, and this like gorgeous blonde wig. She looked she looked amazing, actually. Um, I just said a quick little hello to them. I congratulated Gothy on um, everything with UK versus the world. And she said, thank you. Gothy wasn't in drag. Gothy was just there living her life with her friends. Um, I didn't stay speaking to them for too much. I didn't want to take up too much of their time. Um, I didn't obviously want to impose too much on them. Um, there was some other um, Manchester drag queens there. Um, a, a local queen called Cobra was there. She looked quite nice. Um, and there was a couple of others, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure of what their names was. There was actually one um, queen there and she had kind of this like plastic surgery kind of look. And she had her face like wrapped in bandages um and she had the little plaster on her nose um she looked amazing uh not sure her name though i should have really asked but i was gagging from afar she looked good um after i grabbed a drink and everything i went and looked at the merchandise the merchandise was actually quite disappointing on offer slater had um a hoodie and a t-shirt neither of which were particularly well designed or looked particularly enticing and then she had a signed print of the club valentine's uh uk dates that was 20 pounds i was going to buy one but the signature on it was in like that gold pen and her writing was quite close together so it kind of just looked a bit like a squiggle um which was a bit disappointing um so actually in the end uh, decided against that but a lot of queens a lot of queens i just naturally say that a lot of people um were actually buying the sign prints because 
the t-shirts and the hoodies were unfortunately like i said quite a letdown the design was just not particularly intriguing and it was on a black t-shirt with a white print it looked quite cheap um and it, it really didn't really pop miss madeline also had some merch available she had kind of like um baseball shorts um or like boxing shorts i guess you could call them not boxer shorts like what you would wear as underwear shorts that you would wear to box in um and she had a little vest available and she also had some signed prints um and actually after her performance on the main stage she actually went to the booth um which was selling merch and she was stood there um taking pictures with people um personalizing the merch um and signing it which was quite nice it was a nice little touch if you are a miss madeline fan it was good that she was willing um to just kick back at the merch stand having a free meet and greet you didn't have to purchase something to meet her you just kind of had to just queue up which i thought was really nice um that's nice of her to kind of interact with fans who potentially might never have the chance to go to new york to see her so that was really cute of her and then Slater herself actually came on stage um, and she was incredible. She was really, really good. She had her, like pink. I, I'm not sure if it was a wig or if her hair is actually now pink. Um, I'm not super social online when it comes to Slater. I just kind of listen to her music and she just kind of exists in my fantasy as a singer. I don't really have her on socials, um, but she's um she had like pink like baby pink hair she looked amazing and she was wearing this black bodysuit um which had star rhinestones all over it she looked so good the set as well was quite simple but was quite nice the stage had a white carpet um draped across it and there was some white mannequins stood around and then there was a couple of white sheets just hung up at the back so quite simple but um it was really effective as she had quite a lot of mood lighting and the lights were changing colors all the time um it was it was it was a good it was simple but definitely effective um some of the highlights from the show for me were when she performed trouble paradise when she performed butterflies um I love Hollywood, Miss Belladonna. What else did I enjoy? Per. Oh my God. The room erupted when Per came on. Um, I, I've never heard a crowd that loud than when the first beats kicked in for Per. Because um, that's such like a, it's, it's only a short song. It's only around two, two and a half minutes, I think. But when we realised that Purr was coming on, the room was so, so loud. Everybody was so excited. Slater was dancing around as well. You could tell that that kind of really shifted the energy in the room because it was later on in her set. So there's been peaks and valleys in the performance, but that really erupted. Every single person in the room was screaming at the top of their lungs, the lyrics and Slater was bopping about she was dropping to the floor you could see in her face that she was visibly like loving it and she said that we were one of the loudest crowds that she had um 
especially on that little song because we really, really was so loud. It was amazing. Um, and then I actually on my way out, I quickly said hi and goodbye to Miss Madeline. Um, I didn't get a picture with her because my phone was running low on battery, but um, I did quickly say hello to her. And even at the end of the show, she was still stood there meeting people, which again, I really rate that. She's a performer who, I'll be honest, I wasn't 100% familiar with before the performance. Um, but I gained a lot of respect for her. I'm not sure if Slater was doing meet and greets. It wasn't something which I saw advertised um, or else I would have purchased one. But it was nice that Miss Madeline was doing them for free. But yeah, in general, I loved it. I think it was worth the money. Um, the production was, was well. The set was good. Um, Slater's singing was incredible. She did um, have pre-recorded vocals playing in the back. And she just sang over them. So I guess that's... Kind of a bit disappointing as you can't really get a gauge of how her natural singing ability is when it's been supported by a backing track. But in general, the performance was there. She looked incredible. The crowd was amazing. The only downsides to the night would be the fact that it was blisteringly hot um, and the fact that the merch was was really disappointing. Apart from that signed picture... Um, but again, the signed picture, Slater's autograph was a bit messy on them. Um, I assume because she just signed so many. Um, but yeah, if you are going to see Slater while she's in Manchester, um, Glasgow, London or Birmingham, I think, or anywhere in Europe, Please do let me know. Let me know if you've already been to one of the shows like Manchester or Glasgow, what your thoughts were, what were your highlights. And actually tomorrow, so Friday the 16th, I think. Yeah, the 16th. I'm actually going to Kim Petras at the Victoria Warehouse in Manchester. And I am so, so excited for that. I am a Slater girl, but my two favourites are... Kim Petras and Charlie XCX. Um, Charlie just announced that she was doing a boiler room in New York City, which I'm devastated about that I can't go to. Um, she put on her Instagram that they received over 25,000 ticket requests for the boiler room um, show, which is the most they've ever received for any boiler room performance. So that shows that this new house era that Charlie is going into the gays and the girls are living for it. So I'm excited to see if she brings the Boiler Room tour um, or the Boiler Room show, if you will, on tour to the UK. Because if she did, I would definitely go. I'm also going to be, or I'm going to try to record some snippets from Kim Petras um, to include in my next um, podcast. I know I said as well in one of my previous episodes that my next episode was going to be reviewing episode one of UK versus the world. I have watched it. Um, the only reason I haven't reviewed it is honestly, apart from Marina Summers, I didn't really live for anybody. I liked Le Grand Dom's outfits, 
and I liked everything that Marina Summers put forward. But the rest, all the other queens, were really not giving very much for me. So I think for UK versus the world, I'm going to be doing a condensed review. Like how season 16, I'm giving each episode its own review. I think I'm going to do two episodes in one for UK versus the world because I feel like the production on it is a bit low. Um, apart from Marina Summers, the queens uh, just aren't really hitting um, the same as as I expected. Um, but yes, that review is still coming. But I'm going to wait for the second episode to drop and then two episodes in one are going to be reviewed. I think that's probably the best way of doing it. And I'm also, like I said, going to be doing the Kim Petras episode. I might try and speak to some people outside and see if they'll re record some little audio snippets um, to include in a podcast as well. I feel like that could be quite cute from outside the show. Um, but yes, I'll stop rambling. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, if you've been to a Slater show or you're going to a Slater show, make sure you comment below. Make sure you email me. Make sure you respond on either... Amazon podcast, Amazon, uh, <laughs> Amazon podcast, Apple Music. Make sure you use the little question and answer button, and send me your responses. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you comment below what your thoughts of the tour were. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys.